Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With school back in session, that means kids are also back on the field and the court. Everyone's just trying to, like, play their best game and, like, do what they, like, want to do and what they love to do, play the sport. So I don't think it's worth worth it really getting down on someone for like just trying sportsmanship seems to be a concept that comes relatively easy to children but for the parents that is not always the case this is the daily j i'm zach clark If we look at high school sports alone almost 250,000 kids in michigan will play a sport this year that number grows when you add rec leagues and younger children. My seven-year-old plays travel soccer. He's not included in that 250,000 number. And here's the thing I love about kids. They are total badasses. Lauren, tell me all the sports you play, all the extracurriculars you're in. Name them all. I want to hear them. So the sports that I play are volleyball and basketball. And then I partake in a lot of extracurriculars. I am the junior class president right now for the class of 2025. And I also partake in the school musical in the spring. I take part in our student congress at school. I take part in board meetings, volunteer work at my church that include the fish fry and breakfast with Santa for our little kids just as much volunteer work as I can. I want to do, last year I did dual enrollment classes. Okay. And so I did an intro to engineering class, which I actually had to go to our principal for because they weren't allowing us to do that class originally, but I was able to fight for it because it's what I want to go into. So I was able to take that class, which was really cool. I got three college credits already. That is Lauren Macheski talking with my WWJ colleague, Taylor Dietz. Lauren is a student athlete at Lakeshore High School in Macomb County. I consider myself to be a pretty busy guy, but hearing that young woman's schedule, it made me tired. And at face value, team sports are wonderful. The next voice you'll hear belongs to Dr. Eric Herman. He is a clinical psychologist at Children's Hospital of Michigan in Detroit. There's a difference between a six-year-old and a 16-year-old, but nonetheless, they're all very impressionable. And they're looking at the adults as models to tell them what's right and what's wrong. Obviously, part of the goal is physical activity. That's good for children, right? Getting out, getting that energy, being healthy. But what are the benefits of youth sports for children mentally? Well, you know, I always liked the idea of a team sport. When it's done well, you know, you learn to be part of a group and you work together. So there's a lot of great lessons in a team sport. There's also the classic lesson of learning how to win and how to handle that and learning how to lose and how to handle that respectfully. 
So there's a, there's so much good about sports if uh, the adults can keep those things in mind rather than their own child's individual performance or winning and losing. There is so much talk about toxic behavior surrounding youth sports, and there is plenty of it, sadly. Taylor asked Lawrence Lakeshore High volleyball teammate Grace Vandenstorm how she sees sportsmanship and respect. I think that like everyone's just trying to like play their best game and like do what they like want to do and what they love to do, play the sport. So I don't think it's worth worth it really getting down on someone for like just trying to do something. You know, say it's their first time line judging, first time doing anything. You can't get mad at them right away. Like the, if the ref has a problem with it, he'll talk about it. And then if he doesn't, then I just kind of keep crying. Like it's just a game. I'm just trying to have fun. Now, earlier, Dr. Herman, our pediatric psychologist, said that team sports can be very beneficial for children. But he warns that parents can not only suck the fun out of it, they can do damage to their kids, too. Depends on the kid, but it would certainly be a major turnoff. You want your kid to play ball and then you act this way. That would make some kids not want to play at all. They'd be more embarrassed of uh, going to the field than what other people think of their parents or their family and want to avoid that altogether. It's no longer just a relaxing time with their friends. It's how is my mom or dad going to act? It could ruin sports for some kids. If kids were anxious, it would make them even more anxious. And the opposite, if kids were aggressive and they saw their parents acting that way, then maybe they would get the idea that that's exactly how you handle things. You know, everything turns into an argument or a fight. I mean, let's say that you're not the type of parent to berate your kid. That's great but your kid might suffer anyway. Why? Well, because sometimes parental behavior can be so toxic it drives away officials. The game cannot be played without referees and umpires. Here is Michigan High School Athletic Association spokesperson Jeff Kimmerly. The biggest reason that we hear from these officials is the behavior of adult spectators. We have the expectation out there for some reason that our officials are not human beings, that they are not going to make mistakes. And by the way, they're gonna walk right into a game and know everything there is to know about that sport and how to officiate it and be able to see everything that's happening. You know, frequently the people who are criticizing officials don't know the rules themselves. Certainly they have not had the training 99% of the time that our officials have had. You know, let's say we have a young official that is excited to get into the avocation, registers, does training, is ready to go, starts working games, but the criticism becomes so harsh, even at the middle school game, they're hearing this so much and they're wondering right away, why am I even putting myself through this? What's the point? I know this episode is painting parents in a brutal light, and some of that is warranted, no doubt. But Lauren from Lakeshore told Taylor that that's not always the case. In fact, sometimes it is quite the opposite. Sportsmanship, what does it mean to you, um, especially being on a team? How does it work? Sportsmanship is just supporting whether you're losing, winning, um, supporting the other team as well. If a girl gets hurt or anything happens, you're always just cheering each other on. A lot of high fives that really helps, like being loud and making noise. Um, that's really good sportsmanship. And having sportsmanship just brings up your spirit. And honestly, it takes the stress of the game away and just being able to hear everybody. 
Talk about the parents and the students or the players. Um, what is the sportsmanship like, players versus parents? Uh, do you think the parents have uh, worse sportsmanship? Do you think the players have worse sportsmanship? <laughs> Tell me about that. Hearing all the parents. Parents are a community. So, like, they'll be cheering on one kid. It may not be their kid. And they're like, it's okay, she'll get the next one, she'll get the next ball. And so just hearing, like, that dynamic of it, it really lightens the game. I am not perfect. Far from it. I often have to remind myself that my son is just that, a kid. WWJ reporter Ryan Marshall caught up with Patrick Huska, who is a youth sports coach here in Metro Detroit. Ryan and Patrick spoke at the Junior Little League World Series last month. Within the framework, what it can be, and so from your perspective, what do you think sportsmanship is? Honestly, we pick each other up. My kids root for our team, we root for the other team as well. You know, any accolade that we see in the field, we, you know, it's awesome. We celebrate that on both sides, you know. We don't let wins go to our heads or losses go to our hearts, you know. We keep our heads up and, you know, we share that with the other team. So I think that'd be a good example of uh, sportsmanship. How do you teach sportsmanship for your team specifically? Uh, for my team specifically, honestly, you know, we, keep everyone going we, we celebrate everything all the all the big moments for both sides of the teams you know it always feels good to have everyone clapping for you on that so representative of themselves they know how they want to feel and we share that with the other guys and the other team and the other teammates it is indeed up to parents to set the tone to be a shining example for their children that's true in relationships in sports life in general but what about the parents that just can't behave Having parents kicked out of sporting events, it's not good for the parents, it's not good for the children. There is a solution that I've heard before, so I mentioned it to Jeff from the MHSAA. There was an incident in April that I saw a town in New Jersey was forcing parents that had been removed from games, for lack of a better term, if they wanted to come back, the only way they were allowed to do it is if they took part in the officiating process themselves. And I thought that was so interesting because of what you just said, there are these assumptions made with almost no background in making that assumption. I saw the same article, and I thought that was a really brilliant idea. Having kids now in youth sports, being around even that level, the sub-school level, if you will, I'm amazed to see things that I see parents going after. You know, it's got to be a 14- or 15-year-old out there doing a U11 soccer game. Come on, let's have some perspective here. Let's be realistic. Let's give these people a chance. All this week, WWJ and six additional Odyssey news stations around the country are doing a deep dive on the topic of youth sports. Everything from mental health benefits to the potential harm if kids specialize too soon. We have much more youth sports coverage on the free Odyssey app and online at odyssey.com slash youth sports. And make sure you listen to WWJ this Thursday, September 7th at 7 o'clock for a special hour-long program on the topic of youth sports. Today's big thanks go out to WWJ's Taylor Dietz and Ryan Marshall, along with Lauren Macheski, Dr. Eric Herman, Grace Vandenstorm, and Patrick Huska. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zach Clark, and this is the Daily J.
Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.